Brad and Court Talk Sci-Fi's Van Helsing, presented by PureFandom.com. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. How's that beautiful, desolate world out there, fellow Hellsingers? It's looking pretty good out there because you know why? Why? We're going to be back for yet another season, season three. That's right. In case you missed it, the renewal news came out this week. Yes, it was very exciting. I'm, I'm happy. So that means people can be bitten, become vampires, not become vampires, go die, final death, come back again, and all sorts of stuff, right? Yeah, we're, we're learning all the rules. Do you have to be bit, bit after you've been made a vampire? It doesn't yeah. work if you've been bitten before Muhammad. Maybe, unless you're Van Helsing. Yeah, that, that's completely different. But maybe. We don't know that part yet. <laughs> so This that, is true. Yes, that whole, you're safe from becoming a vampire again. Nope, not so much. Hmm. I wonder if like an elder vampire can re-vampirize a Former vampire. I'm sure they could. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. You know how that works? The writer how? goes, this is going to happen, and here's why. And we're like, okay, cool. That'll work. I'll go with that. That makes total I'm sense. I'm down with that. I'm down. <laughs> because you know why? Mm. We're watching a show about vampires. So I, I'll just use the quote like we use over on Z Nation, zombie science, Van Helsing, uh-huh. vampire science. There you go. That's how it works. Exactly. All right. So before we break down this episode, just want to remind everybody, check us out over at purefandom.com. A lot of great writers over there. If there's a show movie you love, someone over there is putting something amazing out about it. And how can the good people reach us there, Court? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Jindev. He's Brad ZB. Be sure to follow at Pure Fandom as well, just to keep up to date on the latest articles as they're being posted. Also, check out Pure Fandom on Facebook. And Brad, do you know what else is on Facebook? I think we're on Facebook, aren't we? We're on Facebook a couple of times. We have our main Brad and Court Talk podcast group where we kind of ramble about any and everything that we have to be watching. Um, don't worry, we don't spoil anything. Like I was very excited and I was very um I was very respectful not posting any Star Wars spoilers. Actually, everybody's been pretty respectful. Like I didn't get any spoilers before I went to see it and I haven't seen any spoilers posted since. Everybody's been pretty good about it. Yeah, no one said anything about the Death Star exploding. Oh, ah, Brad. Sorry. We're going to we're going to erase that guys. Don't worry about those, it. Those Ewoks, uh, I'm telling you. <laughs> the Ewoks? The Ewoks did it. <laughs> okay, yeah, the Ewoks did it. Um you can also find our Van Helsing uh peer fandom group on Facebook and we've got a nice bunch of people in there. Uh like we we're steadily getting uh new members and I know a couple of the actors are in there as well. Uh Roland is always posting in there. That's our like He's funny. He's so cool. Uh, he plays Scab on the show, and he's always posting some very cool behind-the-scenes stuff from the show or just, you know, shout-outs to the different cast members or crew members. Mm-hmm. It's a very cool, really tight-knit cast, and you can you can kind of tell. So I'm very happy that we'll be able to see those guys again for Season 3. Definitely. And, yeah, I... There's so much in season three. We're not even finished with this season yet. I'm looking forward to next season, but we still got like uh, two more episodes after this. Yeah. And like they, they're setting up a lot of good stuff because I'm sure there are some things we won't really get to see uh, by season's end. Hopefully we'll maybe see what's what was behind that red door uh, and the ancient, but maybe that huge part of the story will be what season three is going to explore more. Exactly. I mean, we, we could wait for next season for that for, you never know. It's, 
It's a little yeah, because there's so. already more than enough happening. It's really cool. We got characters, especially everywhere. what's happened at the end of this episode. Right? Yeah. Man, <laughs> anyway, what was this episode about? So we can just start talking about stuff. Uh, this episode was two eleven. Be true, and I believe that was the title of that song. Sam loves, mm-hmm. right? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, Sam and Muhammad have finally been reunited, and it's hella freaky. We get their version of a meet-cute lifetime style, of course. Sam confronts his past, and they have an interesting possibility of the future ahead of them. Um, so are they going to be uh, the dangerous and wild serial-killing vampire duo, or is uh, Muhammad going to be kind of like Axel hasn't retained a part of who he was. So many questions. Uh, I don't. I I don't know. Um, yeah. Let's before we get to. What, do you want to talk about that now, or do you just want to push that off for just a little bit and go through everything else first? We, no, we can push it. We can push it off to the side. Okay. There, there is a lot, even though it's mostly just the two of these guys uh, for this episode. This was their episode, and they did an amazing job. Like uh, Christopher Hyredale and Trezel Mayoral, they did a, an amazing job with this episode. Like they had me feeling all the feels. I know that Sam is a serial killer, but I, I was feeling all these different emotions for Sam, even though he's not our sweet and cuddly Sam from season one before we knew he was a serial killer. I still, I got to put it out there for the writers and the you know showrunner and everybody else involved in the show. This is another episode. Like I said this uh, a few episodes back when you know we had the episode where Vanessa wasn't in it, and I was like, I totally forgot she wasn't in it the entire thing because I uh-huh. was enthralled with everything going on. And then we had the Vanessa episode. I'm like. I didn't care about anybody else because it was all Vanessa. Now we have the Sam and and Muhammad episode. I'm like, I don't care about anybody else because this episode just sucked me in. Absolutely. I mean, that's some Definitely. seriously good writing and you know directing and producing and all that stuff going on there. So yeah, y'all got it going on, people. And we had a great throwback in this episode because yes, we did. now we know 2018 is where Muhammad picked up his iconic Nirvana T-shirt. Did he even know what it meant now? Now I I, want, I need that question answered. I think, I think we did. asked him that before, didn't we? When we talked to him back oh, in season one. I don't. Yeah, I think we did. I don't. I, I can't remember what he said, but I, it was a clean shirt, so we kind of took it. But <laughs> hey, you know, rule number forty three of the apocalypse, man. If somebody wants to off themselves, just let them do it. That would have saved yeah. them a lot of trouble. Also, another thing, if. You, you're looking at a guy who's smiling, who just beat the crap out of a vampire. You may not want to hang out with that guy. Just saying. Yep. This is very true. I have to say I was thrown off. I thought for sure Sam was wanting to kill himself because he didn't have anybody to talk to. See, I kind of thought that a, a little bit as well. But I kind of also was was getting the same vibes as what we saw later, where is this a part of some kind of plan that Sam had? Because previously before, Sam was all sweet and like we all fell for that same thing that Mohammed fell for. Mm-hmm. But like if you looked throughout the episode, you saw what he was you know, putting out these different traps for people like he was doing with the, the girl who helped um, Mohammed. Right. Uh, during the episode, like he had uh, put out that bait for her, for her to reach for the rabbit or whatever, the food. And he used that as bait to try to get her to come out. 
And like when we were seeing the different flashbacks, I was like, yeah, that, that is what he does to people. Like he baited them and set traps for people. Like he hunted them. So you could kind of see that that's what he was doing with Muhammad, even at the beginning. Uh, granted, I didn't pick up all those different pieces, but I was suspicious of him even then only because of what we knew right. already from having seen um, like him being revealed as a killer like if we had seen that scene way back on season one before we knew all the stuff that we know that would have just been a very heartwarming like oh my god that's so sweet and then they're best friends and it's so awesome and his laugh wouldn't be so creepy because when he was laughing Mm -hmm. uh, before the credits rolled at the beginning i was like that's the creepiest shit ever oh definitely but that's only because we know like who who he is now and you know another thing about him too is we have this like interesting choice of music for him uh-huh. And you know, whenever that plays, it's something it, that style of music that you know that sound, that creepy Sam sound music. It's just oh, it's so horrifically horrible and horrifying. Yeah, not horrible. What, what, is, what was that phonograph music? Like, what were they forties or what were those little records called? Oh, forty fives. Forty fives. Like, is that what he plays? Yeah, because little I I believe that's what it was. Is there were thirty older ones, you know? Um, yeah. Actually, the ones that he was with, no, it wouldn't have been 45s. It would have been the just one of the older records, like the big thick ones from like the early 50s and 60s and stuff. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, 45s was more like 70s and 80s, I think. I don't know. Okay. No, but like you said, it, it's really cool and it sets the mood for what's to come with him, especially with the creepy old music. Oh, yeah. And I don't think the music was supposed to be creepy. Why was y'all music? Not you. Why was the old people's music so creepy way back when? That's weird. I don't think it's necessarily as creepy. It was weird. It was very different, but it was also very, you know, there was a lot of uh, more country and uh, gospel and stuff like that going on. So it was just a weird offshoot of that. But it's stuff that you would never hear nowadays. So when you hear it, it's like, yeah, that's old timey music there. (laughs) And it's am I am I just associating that with crazy crap happening? Because uh, remember that one season of The Walking Dead with that kid? He was playing that um, that one song by Tiny Tim over and over and over again, uh, and it was so creepy. No, I probably gave up on it by then. I don't know. Okay, but I now, think his name was Sam too. Oh, could go ahead. There you yeah. could have been it. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah, Tiny Tim is very strange. Yeah, anyhow, uh huh. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Sam and his singing is just uh. Mm. Uh huh. Now there was an interesting thing that happened in this episode because we find out it's at this like summer church camp place, right? Uh huh. And I was thinking that's an interesting place to hide out during the apocalypse because you're kind of usually off the beaten path, anyhow. Mm-hmm. But apparently, there's also good basements where you can keep your uh, your food supply down there, and <laughs> all they need is some raw hassenpfeffer, and they're good to go. Uh, yes, this is true. I'm not down with the raw bunny rabbit. I'm not, no. But I guess if you're hungry enough. There is no hungry enough. I will be a cave woman and I will make fire. You While you're trapped in a basement by a lunatic vampire. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, look, I, I am serious. There is no eating of any kind of raw anything and no animal hair. We're not doing that. No. I was told today that you could survive three weeks without eating food. All right. I don't know about that. I just a couple days. I'm like a day and I'm Well, you need water. You need water, but technically you can survive three weeks without food. Okay. Oh, I wouldn't. It won't feel good, but. uh -uh. 
You know, <laughs> yeah, not at all. Because first you're going to, well, there's a whole discussion on that, but we'll we'll skip that. That sugar <laughs> withdrawal will kill you first off, I'm just saying. Trust yeah. Me, trust me, because I've been doing it, so there, it'll kill you. Um, I'm curious where uh, Kara came from. Uh-huh. And how she got there, little mouse, because she has like, whatever medical skills she has to keep people alive is interesting. I almost feel like all those people or many of them were already there when Sam came because as we found out later, that used to be his home or um, where his father, the minister or whatever, mm-hmm. would, would go. So I'm, I'm feeling like his father um, set up that refuge for himself and then maybe he had other survivors and they kind of built a little community for themselves. And then here comes Vampire Sam. Wanting the little revenge against dad. So you're going to, I, I was thinking that Kara was already there as part of like the church yeah. retreat or something like that. And she just yep. happened to know enough to be able to make herself useful because that's what you got to do when you're trapped by a vampire. This is true. There like you need me nothing, to help keep these people alive. And there's nothing more painful than her cutting skin with the top of a 10 can lid. <gasps> oh that's my God. A, yeah. Uh-huh. Ouch. Uh, I can't, how much, I, like, that, that's like a visceral thought. Like, wow. Like, this show comes up with some crazy stuff. I, I've, I've never seen, like, that, that particular form of torture. Well, he's, like, she, that, that use, uh, was it that kind of improvisa- improvisation, right? Hey, you gotta use what you gotta use, but you'd at least think, that's you know, that, I don't know, you would have thought maybe Sam would have let her have a knife that she could do that with, and I don't know, and she's not well, going to kill him with it. I'm, I feel like that goes in with Sam's sadistic side. Like, yes, he wanted her to save Mohammed, and she did, but he's like, here, use this. But it's Mohammed, you know, he doesn't like to see him hurt. Which I is know, the and then do. the whole primal scream he did when um, Mohammed was crying. Uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't know what that was all about, or maybe it was just for the the whole effect of it. Like it was very visceral and painful. I I couldn't look at it. Like yeah. I was hearing all the sounds and everything. It was very cringing. Yes, <laughs> very, 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 very. Um, but it was it was a good scene. Freaked me out. Which is a scene that gives us a flashback that about Sam and his you know being whipped by his father also. So we kind of get into that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Which is that's an interesting place, you know. His father didn't well. Sam basically grew up there, so his father was a minister, and wasn't really thrilled that he was killing cats and squirrels and birds all at a young age. I feel like his father was at fault for that a little bit because I feel like his father was uh, beating him before all that discovery was made. Well, no. Maybe, maybe not. I'm saying that um, I think Sam has always kind of been that way. I mean, maybe the beginnings were there and the beatings just like took it all over the edge. Well, we don't know. Well, you, you exactly. really don't yeah, know don't. how long was he doing that. There's this whole entire um, thing, you know, early warning signs of serial killers and stuff like that. Yeah. Of animal animal abuse. So mm-hmm. where, you know, many serial killers controlled the lives of 
animals and children and people, which is what Sam is is doing. He's always been mm-hmm. very controlling of people. So him mm-hmm. taking out the you know small animals like that without showing remorse for it, you know, was showing that he was a pretty much on the psychopath uh, route right then when he was a kid. Whether or not his father had anything to do with it is a totally different thing, but we know from an early age Sam was always like that. And mm-hmm. like Sam says, I am Sam. This is me. This is how I am. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, it could have been his father, but he wasn't really happy with his father and stabbed him in the eye, which I thought was a big eye-opener later on when we find out that his dad was on the seesaw. But we also learn how Sam lost his hearing because his dad blew his eardrums up, mm-hmm. which doesn't really explain why. Well, Sam does kind of talk a little bit, but you know, when he first came off, he didn't say anything. So, right, I had always assumed that he was like death from the start, like he was born that way, but it seems that wasn't really the case. Well, I, I, he, though he didn't really talk too, too much, he was still kind of verbal. So maybe he lost his hearing at the young enough age where since he wasn't verbal anymore, he could still speak somewhat. But if he did, if you don't really use it and hear yourself, like, like I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I know that's a big thing. The way you don't hear yourself is it affects how you speak. So, yeah, I could, I could see that. Um, side note, uh I just happened to look this up because I listen to a lot of crime podcasts when I'm at work because I get bored and that's what I love. Uh, Mm -hmm. And so 10 serial killers who abused animals first. I'm just going to read off a couple of these that you'll know. David Berkowitz, the son of Sam. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Jeffrey Dahmer. uh, Ted Bundy. And uh, who else in here? Oh, Dennis Rader, the BTK killer. So there you go. (laughs) There's some killers who are just like Sam. If they turned vampire, things would have went bad. Uh, very. <laughs> so now that we know that Sam's dad was out there on the seesaw, mm-hmm. and he's just kind of stabbing him a little bit, it kind of gives, gives you a little bit more question of what, you know... How is it that Sam uh, he he Sam had a drink of blood at one point in time? What is different about Sam than some of the other vampires? So when he has his little uh, drink of blood, he doesn't let any of any of it go to waste. No, he doesn't. Like so many of the other ones that we have seen, uh, you know, I know Scabs does it, and everybody in Scabs little group does it, and stuff like that. They are like just chawing over, and there's just blood everywhere, and it's wasted, and they're like that. What's so different about Sam versus everybody else? Mm, like maybe it just goes in. Maybe it goes in the fact that he he was that serial killer before before he died, and like he savors the kill. Like just wait, just like we know he he loves the hunt, and what he he called them the, his little mouses mm-hmm. throughout this whole entire episode. Like he loves, like that's just a part of the hunt for him. Like being able to savor till the last drop every bit of blood he can. So him turning into a vampire wasn't him turning into a monster. It was him turning into a better killing machine, a better hunter, a better hunter. So the whole yeah. transformation. All that really added to him was the inability to pretty much die and 
a little bit of a blood hunger. Exactly. Oh, a little. <laughs> well, yeah, a little because he can control it. Like yeah, that, he's not. He, he like he was able to stop himself from uh, killing the girl and all his little prisoners. Uh, any other vampire could have become bloodthirsty. Right. But like again, he does it for the chase and the kill. It's, it's so different to how he is from some of the other ones, even though he kind of you know you think he would have went a little bit more on the feral side, but no, he's a yeah. whole whole different class by himself. Yeah, well, that's all of them. All of them have their own unique approach to the to their vampire selves. Like we've seen Scab in the way he moves. Like even like the sisterhood. Like if we got to see them even more, I'm pretty sure we'd be able to you know distinguish between the different sisters and their personalities. Like they all have their different way of movement and hunting and like their entire personalities. We saw that with Axel when he came back. True. Like he was able to keep parts of himself um, before he he gave in to any kind of bloodlust or anything like that. So I just think that that's a part of it. And um, we had talked about this last season when we talked to the showrunner um, Neil where he was talking about it depends on what you eat. Like since Sam like didn't wasn't eating animals and everything, like he's been surviving on human blood. Like he's not as feral as like the ones that have just been out eating animals in the forest. Right. Definitely. And unlike like uh Scab and his group, they would eat pretty much anyone, the infected and dying and everything else. Right. But Dimitri, no, he would only eat the pure human right so yeah i mean i guess they all have their own little differences on stuff it's just very yep. interesting to see that come out and play in the episode oh absolutely and that's another reason why i really love these spotlight episodes that we've been getting where we get to kind of focus in and hone in a little bit more um just letting letting them enjoy the spotlight and seeing all the different aspects of everybody's different characters um i'm going to enjoy seeing like what Muhammad's vampire is, like who he is, like what parts of his personality we keep. Now, well, before we get to him, now after Kara ran off because you know Sam told her to, and you know rule number seventy-one of the apocalypse: if a vampire vampire tells you to run, you run. She didn't get that far, but you know she made it a little bit. Yeah, she kind of showed Muhammad how she was planning escaping, which probably wouldn't have done her any good. And so he escapes, and he's moving around pretty good with a guy who just had half his stomach sliced off with a tin can lid. I mean, I was thinking the same thing, even for him um, pulling up the floorboards. I was just thinking, there's ripping stitches all over the place right there, and you're going to run out of skin after a while. He gets. Well, I feel like that was a latch. Just that was a last ditch effort for them anyway, because like, did, did you notice when she pulled? Like the thing off his wound, like she she sniffed the air a little bit. Like, didn't he have gangrene at one point? I, yeah, I think it was going. He's he was going bad. It was not a. It was not yeah. And she thing. said his skin had shrunk like jerky. Yeah, it had dried up, and it was that's what she had to cut off. She had to cut off the dead skin, basically. I mean, he's he yeah. I didn't see Muhammad living that long with those no. those issues. So yeah, I yeah. He gets out to where Kara is, and Sam's, you know, getting ready to drain her because that's what he's doing. His blood well. Right. Versus Mohammed, who goes up and, you know, basically kill. Uh, well, as soon as Sam goes in to bite her, he goes mm-hmm. up and stabs her, right? 
Yeah. It was an interesting thing, and they didn't play on it, and I guess it could have been just a makeup thing or whatever. But honestly, in her throat, it almost looked like Sam was faking afterwards, like faking that he bit her, mm-hmm. and Muhammad just reacted. So basically, mm-hmm. Sam made Muhammad kill Kara, even though she wasn't gonna, she wasn't infected or anything. And Ooh. I'm sure it was a makeup thing, or yeah. it could not have been. But I would have thought the 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 fact that Sam had blood on his mouth and he just put his mouth up against hers, but didn't bite her, forcing yeah. Muhammad to think that he did that. That was the part that I was like, oh, my God, because I thought that all right amazing, and it never really went anywhere. But I was just like, but he said, I didn't kill her. You killed her. See, that could have been interesting if she was unconscious. Mm-hmm. Like, that would have been very interesting speculation. Like, I think she, she knew she was bitten, so that went in with that. Um, that scene kind of reminded me, you know, The Lost Boys. Right. Um, when um, Michael's like, you tried to make me a killer to David. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I tried to make you immortal. I was like, that feels totally like that. And I was digging that scene. And then, like, he, he Sam, not Sam, Mohammed was like, you just, you try to make me a killer. You want to make me like you. Oh, man, I was digging that scene so much. I felt for Mohammed, not not so much for Sam in that moment. Like, because, like, he, he, he wanted to make Mohammed a vampire. And he's been stopped because he's afraid to bite him. Well, yeah, because Mohammed told him right off the beginning that Vanessa had already bit him. And, you yeah. know, soiled his blood basically is what and Sam knows that she has the power to turn people back so he's kind of like I don't know what to do right so now we know like we're slowly getting the rules uh, for Vanessa's blood I guess it varies with people Um, but for the most part if she bites you while you're still human that might not do anything for you nope it just gives you a little bit of a scar there that's about it yeah or save you from your ex-best friend Temporarily, yeah. Tem- unless you kill yourself for just for just a bit, just a bit. So after that happens, Sam has Sam. Well, takes Muhammad and he ends up, you know, biting Muhammad. Mm-hmm. Who he can't turn, and so Muhammad's dead. Yeah, and yeah, he's dead. Sam cuts off his own finger as a part of his ritual. For when he kills. He, and we see that news hanging in the background because we know or we see he's about to actually do what he trapped Mohammed with in the, in the I guess, when they met back in 2018. So he was cutting off his finger because he was going to hang himself. Yes. Now, he, didn't, he took his own trophy. That's amazing. But he didn't take off Mohammed's finger. No. Because, even though he killed him. He didn't kill him. Mohammed killed himself. Oh, yeah. I Well, that's what... Muhammad killed himself, but he helped Muhammad kill him. He pushed him right. that way. It was a whole made him kill himself, basically, is what he did. He did, but for whatever reason, he did not take that trophy. Or maybe that was that last line that even Vampire Sam couldn't cross. Yeah. Okay. Like, he spared him when they first met back in 2018, and he wasn't going to do anything now. Like, honestly, like, Sam was semi looking out for Muhammad even wanted to bring him across with them. Like he wanted to hold on to his old friend. Like he mm-hmm. didn't want his old friend to die. Like instead of letting him die, he was going to bring him into the vampire world. Well, I don't necessarily think it was a friend thing. I mean, I honestly think that Sam looked as Mo- at Muhammad as his son. 
Yeah, I thought it I was a, a, a father and son thing, and that's where yeah. it was. It's like I need to raise you because you don't have any father to raise you, and I know mine screwed up with everything, so I can do it right. I'm down with that. I will teach you how to kill correctly. Man, I love that moment where. Um, so we had that flashback at first, and then we saw Muhammad wake up, and they do that thing with their fingers when they're they're greeting each other, even after everything that's passed, like. Mohammed looked at his old friend and he's like, here, let's do this. Mm-hmm. I love that moment. Yeah. I was surprised at, and well, not surprised, but I was impressed that Mohammed was able to, you know, stab himself in the gut and kill himself. That was a, it was a good move for him. He knew he was kind yeah. of dying anyhow. Yeah. The only person to save him, he just killed. So yeah, Sam's not going to help him out. Sam can't help him out. No. The only thing Sam can do for him is bite him, which is what he did. And he did. And nothing happened, and of course, you know that was it. Sam walks him to the uh, to the the church area there, mm-hmm. leaves him on a pew, goes up there, jumps off, and hangs himself. And I was thinking, can a vampire die from hanging? Because they talked about that in the last episode, where the vampire just kind of hung there until his head fell off. I kind of wanted to do the same thing, and I didn't think so, but it it was just an interesting interesting bookend from the from their first meeting to like. Muhammad dying and then him hanging himself. Like I was wondering how he'd end up getting down. Right. Eventually just have to fall down or something or your head falls off. No, you're going to hang there until like you're emaciated enough. Until the rope breaks one of the two. This is true. Muhammad comes back as a vampire and then it kind of leaves you with that whole question. Is he going to help Sam or does Mohammed have enough of him in them to realize what has happened and go, I really need to find Vanessa. Yeah. <laughs> like Sam was really happy. You could see that on his face, even while he was hanging there. Or is he going to kill Sam now that he has the ability to do it? He's not going to kill Sam. He can't kill Sam yet. I, but there's so much there. I mean, he just realized that Sam turned him into a vampire. He could kill yeah. Sam right now and he would have an easier way about it. He could. He's not. I don't think so. Is is Mohammed just going to go bad vampire and go to town? I don't know. It'll, it, it'll be interesting to see how it's played. Like, I really wish you could talk to Trezo just to see, like, how he's playing it now versus uh, him and Mohammed. Like, almost everybody on the show has been a vampire at some point in time, except for the sisters. Yeah, we'll have to reach out to him. It's holiday time, so it's kind of hard for everybody to do anything. But we'll, yeah, yeah. I, I would like to talk to him again. We've, we've had an interesting journey with that character. Yes, definitely. All right. Um, that about covers everything. You got anything else? And I think we, like you said, we pretty much covered everything from the birth of Sam and Mo to the Nirvana shirt to them ending. Oh, um, I, I like that we got uh, Sam talking about what it's like to be a vampire. I don't know if we've talked, uh, like I don't remember talking to anyone else about this before, but uh, Sam kind of talks about how vivid all the colors are right. and like the taste and everything. Like his senses are like times 100. Like I like, I love that scene. I can't remember who was trying to talk Muhammad and it's like, this is cool. Like you can be like me or like, this is where I am right now. And um, I, I don't ever want to go back to being lesser than this again. We had, we did have that conversation a little bit last season with flesh. Okay. When Sam was asking him about things. Cause when the flesh started getting his glasses again, he was like, I remember being able to see everything. And yeah. now I have to get my glasses again because, you know, yeah. 
what happened. And then Sam says, would it repair issue things that happened before? Yeah. So that I was, love this show. Yeah. yeah there, there I this, love this show. But it, oh, while back, I, like I wonder about like the, the Bible for this show. You know, like what the, the, the rules are and everything. Yeah, I like wanna, start writing a book, somebody. Yeah, I need to read whatever you know notes Neil has. That's it. yes, yes. <laughs> All right. Well, if you aren't there already, head on over to purefandom.com. Check out some of the other cool articles posted there. You can check out some of our older podcasts for Winona Earp and Twelve Monkeys and Riverdale and the Magicians, which is coming back. We're going to be doing some stuff on that here soon. And a lot of other great stuff over there and writers putting out some amazing work. Absolutely. Um, if you have any comments on this episode, make sure you drop a comment below or on the Facebook or Twitter page. And uh, we will talk to you next week. Uh, yeah. So until next time, don't dispose of that top lid of that tuna can because you might need that as a surgical instrument. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.